imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. Like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, and father. What's up, Jason? How's it going, bro? Oh, uh, good. How are you doing? How's everybody going in the podcast world? <laughs> good. I did I did a show last night. Uh, so I'm a little tired like Jason, but uh we're gonna have some great energy. Uh, we have a very special guest for you, uh Lisa Meister. Uh, we thank the Imagination Podcast, Emma, for uh recommending her and connecting us. Uh her YouTube page is only God rescued me. And then her uh, anchor and all the other podcast distributors is only God rescued me, my journey from satanic ritual abuse. Uh, and Lisa, how are you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. Very honored to be here. Well, we're definitely honored to have you and for you to share your story. We, uh, you know, we're, we're, this, this stuff is vastly important and we haven't really covered too much of it on our show. I think besides, like I said, uh, we did like Johnny Gosh, Where's Johnny? There's a show that we did on that, and I think that that definitely uh, falls into this category. But um, let me go over our Bible verse real quick, guys. This is going to be uh, Leviticus 20, verses 1 through 8, okay? So, then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying again, You shall say to the children of Israel, Whoever of the children of Israel or the strangers who dwell in Israel who gives any of his descendants to Moloch, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I will set my face against that man and will cut him off from people. Because he has given some of his descendants to Moloch to defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. And if people of the land should in any way hide their eyes from the man when he gives when he gives some of his descendants to Moloch and they do not kill him, then I will set my face against the man and against his family. I will cut him off from his people and will... And all who prostitute themselves to him to commit harlotry and, and Moloch. And the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. Consecrate themselves, therefore, 
and be holy, for I am the Lord for your God, and you shall keep my statutes and perform them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Um, I only brought up that verse because something in the Bible you see all the way, this is way back, uh, you know, uh, they had Moloch, they had Baal, they had all these different people, the familiar spirits, mediums. There's nothing new under the sun, okay? So we just need to make understand that now uh, the devil's just working in, in different ways, you know, from, you know, I, I think he's at the top of this secret society pyramid and, and even the top of the power pyramid. And he's just, and it's fallen angels and demons are just, are, are just doing um, not God's work, but, but Satan's work, you know? So um, Lisa, first off, I would just like you to uh, introduce yourself, uh, you know, introduce your, your, about your, uh, your show and, um, and also, um, you know, and just kind of get into your story and, and your testimony. Well, I love how you started that way because a lot of people go, oh, come on, this isn't in the Bible. It's when you start getting into it, it's throughout the entire Bible. It, the, the satanic ritual abuse, the, the ritualistic killing of children, the ritualistic abusing of children is done in the Bible for it is the seat of the devil's power here on earth. That's where he gets his power. That's where he gives his power to people. There is power that is exchanged, and that's why people do it. A lot of people go, oh, come on. It's only in the Old Testament. That doesn't happen in the New Testament. It didn't stop. It didn't just quit because it worked. It works for the devil. It works for the demonic, and it works for the people that want the power from it. If you look at... The music industry if you look at movies if you look at now the fashion industry balenciaga is the big thing the the visuals that they are putting out there if you get into the photographers and the modeling and and the artists artists they're not artists i think they're criminals by what they're showing i think they should be in jail mm -hmm. what they are showing is what happened to me they are graphically showing images of my story and and the reason is because it never stopped. This is exactly what happened in the Old Testament. So this is biblical. It hasn't stopped. And this is part of the ongoing battle that's been going on between God and Satan since the beginning of the earth. Now, in my story, I grew up in a, an outwardly Christian family. And a lot of people want to think Satanists go around in with shaved heads and black robes so everybody knows who they are pentagrams on their foreheads or something you know you know my husband's like you know they're going around with a tofet card handing it out to people you know <laughs> baphomet head whatever they don't do that they're going to be in the churches they're going to be the upstanding looking members of society so that they fit in and you don't know who they are because they don't want you to know who they are my dad was a pharmacist. He owned a pharmacy. He was a school board member. He was a worship leader at our church. He was a high school Sunday school teacher. He had good standing in the community. He was also raping me at home. He was a narcissistic tyrant, emotionally, uh, psychologically nasty. And he was part of secret societies. So uh, the way they were um, 
part of their testimony of getting saved was, even though they were in a Catholic church at the time, that they were part of a spiritualist camp, which they said it was just a new age movement because they were looking for truth is the way they presented it to people. And then a, an assembly of God pastor came to them. And what my dad said to him was, I know the devil has power. Prove to me that God has more power. And so for seven years, we were in this assemblies of God church where I got saved and my dad in those seven years completely blew up and destroyed that church because that's part of what they do. They, you know, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. And John, you know, in uh, John 10, 10, they do that everywhere they go. And, and that's what my dad did in that church. And that's what he did with every relationship he had with everywhere he went, that kind of swirled around him. So for me, for, it starts actually when the mom's pregnant and i know this because you hear it from stories of kids watching what they do to pregnant women if they terrify the mom when she's pregnant the the baby feels what the mom feels so it terrifies the baby so raping the mom blasting music startling the mom you know all these sort of things startles terrifies the baby and what they're looking for is to dissociate the child so we're looking for um, mental splitting. So it's called a dissociative disorder. Yeah. Uh, they used to call it a multiple personality disorder. You get some wacky Hollywood movies like serial killers. They're all multiple personality. You see them walking around crazy outfits and stuff. It's not like that. But what they do is they, they put us in such terrifying situations that we have to kind of split off and create like, this isn't happening to me. This is happening to, Oh, this is little Susie and this is happening to Susie. And then all of a sudden there's a little bit of me called Susie who's dealing with this. So that starts actually when you're in your baby in the womb and it sounds crazy. And all of this is going to sound it's, crazy. Okay. So for me, uh, as a as a as a Christian and and knowing about spiritual battles and knowing that demons attach to people, knowing that if you if you um, don't want the baby in your womb, that that you can have a demonic uh, presence in the baby as it's in the womb. If you study anything uh, from pastors like Derek Prince or uh, you know, there's there's a uh, Jason. What's that pastor called? The ex devil worshiper. I can't remember his name right now. Off the top oh, of my head. John Ramirez. John Ramirez. You understand that there's like a demon for everything. So. Well, my audience should be definitely open to this because we've gone over several things where they, they'd understand spiritual warfare. So, yeah, definitely we're open to this. And in the New Testament, even I think you brought up that it's not happening in the New Testament. But um, uh, Timothy actually warns us, uh, not Timothy, sorry, Paul warns us uh, about that. Um, but also, uh, uh, they, 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 this, this happens in crime women women have a they say i was uh, i forgot what it was but this this guy was talking about i think it was a detective they say that women have an it's not easier for them but men don't have a way to really do that that women have a way to 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 be in the moment and just dead right there like they could they could they, it's easy not easier for them but i'm saying like they they know how to go to they know how to go to that better how you say that splitting that personality splitting they know how to do it better than 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 men do men men don't associate with that but women can it's i i feel like uh 
like like you say, like in rape cases and stuff like that, women tend to just like you said, disassociate themselves and be like, oh, this is happening to somebody else. Yeah. But like you said, a piece of yourself is dealing with it, but you just put it into a category where you're like, okay, I, women can do that. In the right. moment, they just go somewhere else and they're just dead to the, and then they come back and guys, they have a harder, harder, uh, they say that guys have a harder way to deal with that. And, and they don't, they don't really come back as easy as, as women do. They're, they're a lot stronger. Yeah. Than them. Maybe that's why suicide rates are so high in men, but. No, yeah, because they don't know how to deal with that. They're the women. I don't, it's weird. I don't know why. Maybe because they do, how they start doing that in the womb to women or, and guys, maybe there's a. I, I never thought about it that way because I always thought maybe television might change a lot of kids into serial killers and stuff like that in the way they, you know, they 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 warp your mind. But I didn't think about actually starting in the womb and disassociating and and wow, that's now Lisa, that's crazy. I never thought about then it. They can attach the demon as soon yeah. as you start dissociating, a demon attaches. Yeah. So it's not like you're possessed, but you're demonized. Yes. So there you go, oppressed. Yeah. Demonized. So before yes. you're even born you're already being tortured by this group. So then my whole life was being put in these rituals. And a ritual, if you're the sacrifice, you're either to be killed or you're a living sacrifice. So the, the pro, they, they get the most power when they can kill a child. And, and they do get demonic power from it that really really do and the problem though with killing is you, you're gonna have a person missing that you're gonna have to account for now we have what 800,000 people go missing in the United States every year yep probably quite a few of them are sex trafficked you know we can make arguments for that some people are gonna be you know but most people that are killed get found right yeah so then where's all the rest of these people and why don't we find them in it's because of rituals. So in in a lot of these kids that are missing are from the foster care system because most people aren't going to go looking for them. And in these rituals, I mean, trigger alert, but there's cannibalism that goes on along with what they do. Uh So it's a really horrible, gruesome thing. Now, A lot of the ones that they also kill are babies that are born in these rituals. So as a child gets to be a, you know, teen, they start having their period, they will have rituals to impregnate these, these girls, and then they won't let them get full term. But when they're starting to get big enough where the baby will look fully formed as a baby, maybe five months or so, they will induce labor give birth to a baby, and then they will ritualistically kill that baby because there's not going to be a birth certificate. Nobody's going to really know that, you know, little girl's getting a little chunky. Nobody asks questions, right? So I had three of those babies. So those babies were killed, but I was a living sacrifice, which meant that uh, when I was little, I was taken in and I would be prepared. So, you know, you, you get... Uh, some women come in and they prepare you for this. They wash you, they clean you, they put you in like a white robe and then you get tied down to a table or you get tied to a stick or something. And then there's people around you. It's always a circle. And there are people that are wearing these Grim Reaper robes. So if you ever see a Grim Reaper, that's exactly what it looks like. They're black 
the, the, even the hoods covering the faces, the faces are always obscured by these hoods and by the shadows. It's always night. It's always, you know, they do it kind of like about three in the morning. I don't know what it is about three in the morning, but that's high ritual time. And for a kid, you don't realize that those are people, right? I mean, the, the, the terror factor, you're tied down. There's all these people in, there's like Grim Reapers in these robes, they're chanting and they're all chanting in unison, the exact same words. And it, it's highly prepared. They, they prepare for each one of these rituals, like nobody's business. I mean, more so than you would even prepare for a college exam. I mean, down to the cadence of what they're saying and what, how they're saying it, these are incantations these are specific calling in demons and they're calling them into the sacrificed child to the circle the sacrificed child that they've got. Yeah. Into so, the circle. So, right. They said there's a right. circle around you basically. And, um, mm -hmm. and these people are probably like bankers or high level people. So they're hiding them, their faces and, and, and they're all, right. yeah. So yeah, that's definitely, uh, cause I can't, I can't name them cause I don't know who they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do that. Also you're drugged. So my dad was the pharmacist in the group. They had a doctor in the group. They had a judge in the group. They had sheriff in the group. And I was in a very small town. There was a, I know there was a, an English professor in the group because when I was in college, went to a junior college there and I took this English class. There was this big burly professor missing a leg. He was in this wheelchair and he would just wheel around while he was lecturing, but he would get in my personal space and he'd like lean into me lecturing, just me, terrify me. I mean, I'd have to lean back from him. So scared of this guy. And I mentioned it once at dinner and my parents started laughing. They're like, oh, he used to be in that spiritualist camp we were in. And they started laughing hysterically. Mm. So, you know, like you find out some of these things later on, you know? Yeah. yeah like an English professor, they had high level people that were in these groups. Yeah. So part of what they get in these groups is position. Oh yeah. Of course. Power. You know, they, they get each other what they need in the community. These are, even though it's a small community, it's the elites in the community. Yeah. So they come together to run the group. They come together to give each other what they need to get. My dad needed a loan to start a pharmacy and he got a loan he should never have gotten because he was in the group. He gave his child. My dad retired at the age of 50 when he had a very small pharmacy. He got $60,000 when he sold it. So he never really did well with it. And he retired at 50 where all his money come from. Yeah. You know, came from what he was doing in the group. Yeah. The yeah. groups have money. They have the power. So back to the ritual. They have buckets of blood, buckets of it everywhere. And they come from abortion clinics. And why do they come from abortion clinics? Because it's the blood of innocence. Yeah. And that's, and, and, and I mean, it's insane, but they're like rubbing the blood on themselves or putting it on whatever the sacrifice is. I mean, it's disgusting. It's macabre and it's, it's a mockery of Jesus in his sacrifice and it's a mockery of the blood of Jesus which is ultimately what the satanic is doing. They are blaspheming God through mocking the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ.
and so, they're and they're trying to get power from demons. So uh, even at a lower level, like witchcraft, what they do is they make a circle, they have candles, and they're trying to see a demon through the smoke of the candles. And they're, just even on a lower level, so you can imagine what they're trying to, the type of demons they're trying to bring in. Because you know, there's there's a ranking system with the demons, right? So uh, they're 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 probably trying to invoke the higher level demons to to get into this because of obviously obviously if there's kids that are getting killed or or if there's uh you know like uh. This is a serious issue, dude. This, yeah, is, this is if our listeners are listening to this woman speak right now, she's not sitting here because if you're listening on Spotify or whatever, you can't see the, the actual vision. She's not even breaking a tear right now. She's she's explaining this with it's going on every day. There are people around you all the time. This is stuff that you, you can handshake somebody. This could be your best friend, this could be your you know, the doctor that you visit every day. This could be, you don't even know it. And you're 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 helpless with it sometimes, and they recruit you. They'll 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 get you. And and you gotta watch what you're, you're, you're who you associate yourself with. This is stuff that who, don't even let people touch you. You know, don't let they don't let people lay hands on you. Don't know. Don't let people don't let people touch your kids that you don't know. Don't let this this goes into holidays, Halloween, uh, Christmas. These are all these are all things that are not what you think, and it's all you're doing is paying homage to something that you know nothing about. Yeah. And if it was if it was holy, it would be in the Bible, and they tell you to do it. They say, "Hey, this is what you should be doing. This is what you did. You should be rubbing blood all over yourself from from no, it's 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 an abomination. Oh, so wrong that all that you don't get it like abortion clinics, all this stuff. Where do you think this stuff come from? You think that some guy just woke up one day and said, you know what? We should suck babies out of women and just, you know, just because if they don't want to have the kid, let's make them the most hardest thing in their life to, to do and just make it so easy for them. And who cares how that woman feels? Who cares? She's a girl. She's making hardest decisions in her life. Her parents are probably pushing her to do it. And you're and this and you're saying, Lisa, the, the woman, the people that you're supposed to trust the most are putting you through a situation so high, highly affecting your life, everything. And you're still better for it. Congratulations! I gotta say, like you're 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 a stronger person than than ninety nine percent of probably yeah. people out there. Then. And just to get personal on our side, this this not the satanic ritual abuse side, but the molestation. Uh, there's some of that that ran through our family. You know, me and Jason's family. So, and it's on a level where it's very close, like immediate, pretty much immediate family. You know, like actually immediate family. So. Uh, we definitely understand, uh, luckily me and Jason, that never happened to us, but we do have someone very, very close to us that it, and it foster happened to by somebody that was very, very close to us. So, and like you say, foster kids, you think the foster kids are the 99 that you think they're just helping these kids all the time. You don't think they'll have people in these situations where they find these kids. They find one that's like, that's just has nobody going to look for them. And you don't think that they, that there's going to be a, do you think all these people are good? I think everyone has good intentions for these kids. My buddy went through through foster care. He said it is a, it is real what Lisa's talking about. They do this stuff. It's a racket. They yeah, make money off of this. They, yeah. Why do you think they keep taking kids from your house? Why do you think the, the CPS comes to come visit you? Because it's a racket. They get the kids out of the house. Pull, I've been through it. I've, I've been through CPS. They, that's what they do. They come in. They 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 just get into your house. They want to know what's going on. And one little thing goes wrong. These kids are gone. You know, I'm so sorry, Lisa. I'm listening to your story. It's it's really bothering me because I don't, 
I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't condone this. I don't, I don't, I, I'm an avid speaker on this. I don't condone anything that, 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 like anything that's to do with, 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 uh, uh, every time I talk abortion, about, I am, I'm bad right now. This, yeah, this, yeah, I right. can't cuss. See, this is the thing. <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss no more like that. So I'm trying to find words where I where emotionally I can't put out there because F bomb would be flying out left and right. And it bothers me that that nobody. It feels like sometimes that nobody even cares. They talk. Oh, they talk about it. They want, but what ultimately? What are you doing about it? Like this is this is horrible. Kids go missing every day. The eight hundred thousand people that go missing a year. I bet you seventy percent of them are kids. Well, I hear about people missing all the time in the newspaper. Oh, this person disappeared. These this this, and nobody. Oh man, that's sad. Move on. I really appreciate your response. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your response because the majority of the responses are your cuckoo. I don't believe you or I get gaslit. They turn it around on me that I'm the bad person. Like yeah. I cannot tell you how many times that happens. No I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Say I'm the bad person for, for just telling my testimony and my truth. Well, then, you know. Yeah. Well, what do you want me to do about it? It's like this is this happened to me personally. I would never call you crazy. I would. I would. Why would you want to cook up a story like this and and talk about it, especially if it's about your family or personally about yourself? That's hard to do. It's hard to do on live television, anything. And I've seen the podcast with uh, uh with um uh, Emma Emma Emma. She she's she, she's she's pushing that uh she's pushing the light on this issue a, a lot and. I, I want to do this and I see people every day and I talk to them like, Hey man, you hear about this? You know, like you're about Balenciaga. Ah, you know, that's, I wear their shoes. I got their shirt. And it's like, well, you, you know, what's going on? Uh, yeah, that's, that's his, you know, that's his social media. They, they spread lies. It's like, okay, well, well, they're telling you that they're doing it. I, I heard that Satanists when they, when they admit it and they tell you and they put it on the open, there's no repercussions for them. And, and I, I hear that these, these weird sayings about people, they do this, but it's like, man, they're blasting it now. I remember when the Wikipedia links came out, all this stuff started, like, you couldn't even look on the internet without seeing pedophilia going on. But now they're just getting used to it. Right. Now they're desensitizing you from it. And they're taking what Lisa's story and they're saying, hey, this is playtime. You know, this is... You take you take a child and you you affect it for so long they just associate it with playing and and just going to doing something that their parents make them do they they like you said you you go somewhere else you go outside your body you watch it happening you go back in cool I go back and I go back to school and do my thing I mean how how has this affected it's, your relationships in life how is this this must have been so hard to deal with and I I, I for one and will be praying for you and I'm so sorry this happened to you and and I I don't I I don't know how to begin to say. It's a, anybody it's calls you crazy. I'm sorry that they're just they're, they just they don't know how to comprehend it. They want to help you so bad. They just oh, crazy. I don't, that's the only answer for them. Yeah, it's trauma based mind control, basically. And uh, if if you guys think that this is crazy, I'm just go. All you got to do is go back, you know, to to Hitler and what they were doing to these kids. They were doing they were actually raising kids up and they were doing experiments on them just like this to see how they ended up turning out. You know, so this is 
I mean, it goes all the way back to the Bible, but I'm just saying like just in recent times, but Lisa, you can go ahead and continue with your story. And um, there's a place actually called Mooney's temple that, 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 that we used to live. It was in Silverwood lakes uh, next to Asperia. Oh, and this is a real thing, Jason, because this guy, Ted Gunderson, an ex FBI director actually went to Mooney's temple, took pictures and showed exactly what was happening there. So this is, this is actually uh, uh real stuff. This, they were, they were, yeah, they were, they kids were up in Crestline. And then this pull is, you, and then you, you'd become part of the cult, and then yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was we real. Was, we thought it was just like a fairy tale or a myth. No, but you could see is, it, the big old dome shape in the middle of the forest. It's like it's out of. If you took like a telescope and looked at it, like a, maybe a spotting scope with a rifle or anything, you could totally see it. it stands out like a sore thumb, a giant gold dome in the middle of the woods. You're like what the heck is this? It looks like a water tower, but it ain't no water tower. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They, but it was they, real though. Those ex FBI agent actually dug into Mooney's temple and actually exposed it. And it was exactly what Lisa was talking about next in a city next to us in, in uh Silverwood Lakes. But go ahead, Lisa, you can you can continue well, your story. The scary so. thing is, is it's gonna come out that it's everywhere. This is yep. this is everywhere, it's in every city. Yep. And it's it's coming out. And in the one thing too I want to say is that with me, it shows how big God is that even with what I have gone through that even there, God can bring salvation. He can bring healing. He can bring deliverance and he can get us to a place where we can get to the other side of John 10, 10, because the devil certainly came in to kill, steal and destroy me. And he did in many ways, many, yes. many ways, but God comes to give us life and life more abundantly. And when it says life and life more abundantly, it doesn't have any, well, for certain things, but not others. It's for everything. Amen. And that's what he did in my life. He came to give me life more abundantly. And, and, and he's done that. I mean, my story is gruesome and horrible, but it shows how big God is. It shows how loving and faithful and true God is, even in the midst of where I was, where the devil has the most power in this world is in rituals. So we're back to the circle. There's, uh, I was in Northern Michigan, so it gets really cold. If it's in the summer, they would be out in the middle of the woods, you know, I have a clearing and they'd have a huge bonfire. They like, or there always has to be fire. Like you said before, there must yeah. be fire. So if you're inside, there's going to be candles. If you're outside, there's going to be a bonfire. Uh, they will do it outside. They'll do it in basements of churches. They will do it in people's houses. They'll put it in basements. I mean, it, and they'll move it around in different places. I, they would have the chanting, there would be smoke, you know, you'd be on drugs and then there would be animals. So like they'd kill an animal on top of you. They'd have, you know, um, all, that's just all sorts of craziness. Like they would terrify you or they would cut you or, you know, there's some kind of torture that they would do to you. And it's painful, painful what they do to you. And in the midst of it, they're calling in demons into you and you can feel them coming in oh. and they come in with this incredible energy. Like, and it makes you feel sick. It makes you, um, vibrate in this very uncomfortable way um it's just something bouncing around inside of you it's very uncomfortable and then 
they will gang rape you because everybody who rapes you after gets the power of the demons kind of popping into them and you can see them jolt as it wow. goes into them after. So there's always sex trafficking. That's the sex traffic end of the satanic ritual abuse. They always go together. It And, and the whole purpose is they want to get the satanic power and they have to have a child to get it through. So when you're really little, you're the sacrifice and, and, and it's horrific. It's painful. It's excruciating. And when I was little, I would, in the middle of the night, I'd scream. I'd wake up screaming in pain, the burning in the vaginal area, screaming. Now, when I got older, I was taught not to do that, right? But when you're little, you yeah. parents can't make you stop screaming when you're little. No. So, you know, I was talking to my husband about that last night. I'm like, I, you know, I feel sorry for me for being that in that much pain and agony. But I'm really glad my parents lost sleep over it. And they had to deal with it because they couldn't sleep because I was screaming. And that makes me happy. I mean, strange enough, but, yeah. you know, my little bit of revenge, maybe. I don't know. But like the, the ramifications of what they did. I mean, it's not like, oh, and then I just didn't remember it anymore. I mean, there's breakthrough stuff because what they were doing was horrific. I mean, it was it was very painful. It was very real. And then um, then you wake up the next morning and then you have to go to school and you're exhausted, you're tired. I remember my mom, when I was in eighth grade, she was always almost dying from something. So she was in the hospital and she was almost dying. And I remember saying to her, it was a horrible thing to say. It's like, at least you can sleep as much as you want. Because I was that tired all the time. And it never made sense that I was that tired all the time. But looking back, it's like, that's why I was so tired all the time. Because they never let me sleep. Because wow. when they're in these rituals, it's this, um, as the demons take over them, they have to do it more. And then they have to do it more. It's an addiction for them. Just like any other addiction. You know, they can't, you know, like, kind of like serial killers. They have to go do it again. They have yeah. no control. It's, it's that same thing here. Demon takes control of them. They don't have control. They got to do it more. They got to do it more. They got to do it more. It's sick. I mean, it's just awful. I, so that was my growing up. And then when you get to a certain age, they turn you into the perpetrator. And that's even worse than being a victim. And, and that that's the hardest part of healing from. So then they will put a knife in your hand and you're going to do it. And you're like, no, I can't do that. Like, you know, I remember just like, you know, the horror of it. No, no, I can't do that. And so then they have this, um, some kind of control technique. And for me, it was a hand would come over my hand and or my mouth and my nose and I'd have no oxygen until I'd about pass out. Hand would come off. Knife would go back in my hand. No, I can't do it. And they go off back and forth until finally you do what they're making you do, you know. So that aspect of things was very difficult in healing. It's like, I killed people. You know, then I'm as bad as they are. You know, and 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 then, you know, like some people have said, well, then you're a Satanist. It's like, no, I had no, you know, I was tortured to do that. I, I couldn't get out. I mean, I had no choice, you know, so then you, then you get into all these discussions and you're like, 
it's it's just it's so see that's the psychological mess that they're putting you in so then that's all dissociated as well so then as you're healing you've got these dissociated parts that like i'm bad you know i i'm a bad person i'm evil and, and that's and, the, that's the what the devil wants to do he wants to he's right. a liar he's 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 uh He's yeah. accuser of the, he's accuser. He's making you feel like you're not worth anything. And he's making you feel like you you are the yeah. And he's making you feel shameful and everything. And, and that's and you hide from God after that. You don't want to because you think, hey man, we, he's never gonna want to talk to me. You're like Adam and Eve in the garden when they're hiding from God, and he's asking where are you at. They're like <laughs> they're like hiding, you know. And that's, so. and, and 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 that's not just gonna affect you at the moment, right? It's gonna affect you for the rest of your life. They get that. They get that, they they and, and and he robs you of your of your life right there. He robs you of your day almost. Every, tries to rob you of your day every day, and you have fought that every day. And you know what? I I tip my hat to you. You are a strong woman, Lisa. And and there's not enough prayer that I could say that that could go out for you. This is this is. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry that you had to go through this, and I and I and I and I, I hope. And, and I hope that this world sees what's really going on and steps up and starts to really start pushing back and start making making it known that this isn't right and we're not yeah. going to condone this. On a on a bigger scale, there's there's been uh, I'll give you guys a couple that that I know of. Like there's a Washington D.C. It's a cowboy ring. It was it was um, Craig Spence. What he was doing was uh, he was going to like boys' homes and stuff like that and taking these kids and he was getting politicians to do things with them so he could take video of it and then they could bribe them. Right. So uh, they were actually bringing, this actually went all the way into the white house. They were bringing kids in for uh, after hours to go into the white house. It was actually in the newspaper uh, where they were, where they were doing that. And um, Johnny Gosh was another one. That's the one I kind of brought up to you earlier, Lisa. Um, there was a, the Presido sexual abuse case. It was a, uh, it was Michael Aquino. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's like a, he was the leader of the the temple of set and uh he would he there was like uh, he was in the military he was like a higher up military uh they were doing uh sexual abuse and also ritual abuse uh and also you guys got to understand the catholic church uh all the stuff that was happening with them uh look into boys town the franklin scandal and you guys will find out that that's on a major scale and uh you know you see the catholic church doing that stuff to kids that's sexual abuse happening because of what she's talking about you know, don't just think Christianity moved on in life. Just don't think that Catholicism is the only religion that moved on past past the Old Testament or whatever it is, whatever you believe. The other other religions, other beliefs, other everything. A lot of a lot of stuff moved on with it, and it's 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 that's what people think. Oh, it's just there's this there's there's God and Christianity, and that's it. That that's it. There's not. There's not. No. There's nothing. No, people wouldn't do this stuff. People. Yeah, but there's an opposite of that, that yeah. goes down, and it's it's. There's nothing new under the sun either. You know, nothing opposite. new under the sun. Yeah, Same thing. No one's reinventing the wheel around here. It's it's from the first testament it says, and it, to the old to the new testament it says. It still it goes on. Yeah. Why do you think Herod killed all the firstborn? Why do you think they did? Because they get that's that's basically you're just mass suiciding little children. And what do you think these 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 people are doing? What do you think these orgies and all that stuff come from? And and, and pornography. 
That's another one. You get sex traffic, make money off of it, and you make it legal to do it. And do you think this is this is a joke? You think these these a lot of these women just go one day and go, you know what, you know what, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do all this stuff in pornography and I'm gonna make a lot of money and I'm gonna be so happy. You think that's what they do? No, they don't do that. Maybe some of them do. Maybe some of maybe a couple percentages they just love it. That's what they do. But that's because they've been indoctrinated so long in their life that they just think it again. They just think it's playtime. Say, hey, this is the this is the time where I this is the time where, like you said, little 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 Lisa right there, she's she's taking this this stuff and not not the real person. And once that, like you said, you go back to school, your normal life, and you're like, oh, there you go, you know, well, that's just what goes on. But not knowing that, that's not what goes on with other people, and some other people aren't. They're a lot of they're they're not doing that. No. Yeah, Lisa, you can let me make it a little more real. Is the moms now that are reaching out to me? whose four-year-old kids are starting to disclose SRA to them. So they're saying things to their mom like, mom, why are they killing the babies? And their mom's like, what are they talking about? Mom, why are, why are they pooping on me? And their mom's like, what are they talking about? Mom, why are they peeing on me? What are they talking about? These are ritual things. Mom, why do they put blood on me? And then then they start looking on the internet and they find my podcast and then they call me. And in the midst of this, they're going through these divorces because they're finding out their kids are being sexually abused. Ugh. And in these cases, the courts are taking away the children and giving full custody to the dads who are doing this to their kids. Oh my gosh. And I'm having a lot of moms reaching out to this is happening all across America, happening in England and other countries as well. This is horrific, horrific stuff. CPS is going in to normal families that are fine, finding crazy reasons like you were talking about to take kids out of families and putting them in the foster care system where they're accessing them also for ritual abuse. So there's a bit, yeah, this we actually happening did, we now. did a show on this, yeah. The CPS. Yeah. And I, I remember she just comes in and once you open the door and they get their it's, they get their foot in. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, right. what, let me see your fridge. What's in your cupboards? What? what uh, then they talk to the kids. Does does your dad touch you? Does your mommy touch you? And I was like, What are you talking about? Like who 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 do you think you are? You're interviewing my my kid like it's like he's a 19 year old 20 year old person that he's gonna answer these questions. Of course, I touch my child. I hug my child. I love my child. Does your child, does your daddy kiss you too much? Does he hug you too much? Does he, is, and my, my kids are like, what are you talking about? My father loves me. My mother, they don't do anything. They, they <clears throat> supply everything we need. And, and there's like, mm, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like, no, you won't. This is your last time coming here, brother. Sorry. I don't know who, who if you miss a doctor's appointment now, <clears throat> if you miss doctor's appointments, if, if you have, Say I have my wife has a baby tomorrow and she misses a doctor's appointment. Boom. CPS is called at your front door that, 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 that within that day, they'll be knocking on your door to find out why you didn't take your kid to get a checkup. Why didn't you get your kid the medicine that they needed? It's like, because I don't trust you, dude. All right. I don't trust yeah. your medicine. I don't trust. My kids are fine. Yeah. They're, they're, oh, they're sick. 
right now? Yes, but they're pulling. They're they're not. I'm not taking them to go get medicine every 15 minutes. I, they're fine as long as they eat, sleep, and poop and pee. They're okay, and they don't. They, they, there's no fevers. It's like we don't take care of our humans. Don't take care of their kids. It's been it's in their mind since they're 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 the beginning of time. God's put it in there. Hey, you have a child. This is what you do. But what you don't do is you don't do what like what the parents at least his parents did to them. They took you you the person that's supposed to love you the most is doing this to you, and then like you, to the things that you would be so affected by uh, is is so oh my gosh, Lisa. You know, I I I I've experienced it through my family. You see, like man, if that person just did not do that to them. They yeah. would be, it, it, it's like, man, it's, that it turns people into, I mean, don't, I'm no offense to anybody that's, 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 um, that's, but you start to look for that stuff and you start what, to say this like uh, that. And no, and offense you're, to anybody you're that's going through the same motions over and over. And then it's, it's, it's crazy how you could, how people think that this is not going on. Yeah. Okay, one of the there's, people there's, in our family, hold on, Jason, one of the people in my family, the family that it actually happened to, uh, so this is why I don't think people should, should, um, should judge somebody that's, that's gay or, you know, because let's say when they were a child, uh, a male figure did that to a girl later on, the girl becomes gay and you're over there judging them. Like you shouldn't be gay. This is terrible. It's abomination. But what happened is they don't trust male figures anymore because that male figure did that to them. So that's why when, when you try to judge people, it's only God can judge because God saw all that in their life already. And then now he, you know, then judgment comes on him. But as a person, you're judging somebody, not even knowing that what happened to Lisa, what happened to all these other kids could have happened when they were kids. And now they, they, they chose to live some type of way. Maybe they're on drugs. Maybe they're on the streets and we're over here judging them. And you don't even know what their, their past or their history is. So it's, it's really, like, and you got people that just go, oh man, I stubbed my toe today. What a horrible day I'm having. <laughs> I think I'm going to go ahead and kill myself. And these people talk like this, oh man, F my life. I hate my life. It's like, dude, do you even know that there's other people in this, in this, in this world that have gone through just a bazillion times worse then then you know oh i didn't get to go get my coffee this morning oh my life is so horrible dude you have no idea and don't be and believe me this is why god this is why jesus says the number one commandment is love thy god with all your heart body and soul and treat people just just as you would treat yourself basically just you don't know what that person is going through love that person because you have no idea how you affect that person that day. You have no idea what that person is going through. And if you treat them great and nice, they can walk away from this that experience of going, you know what? There are, uh, uh, you know, because people will miss you. You know, what Lisa went through, though horrible, though very horrible. And I, I don't even know the words that can speak it. She went through it for a reason. Possibly her purpose is to explain this to other people that go through this stuff and hopefully help hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands of other people maybe even millions you know somebody might listen to this right now and be like oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm going this situation i'm gonna fight back on this i'm gonna find it and that's you give strength to other people lisa and that's 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 what i think i feel like it's what it's all about if you if you go through a bad situation you're making the best out of it 
man, hooray for you. And, and I hope, I hope that, um, I, well, obviously I can see how you explain the story that, that you're, you're, you know, you're not over it, but you know, to control your emotions to where you, you're, you're, you've got a pretty good grasp on it. Thank you. I, and, I, and I, you know, some people throw it out. It's like, well, you just, you know, you have emotion. It's like, we are very good at not presenting with emotion because of all those years of not, we were not allowed to have it. I mean, we were, I remember being slapped for throwing up during rituals. Like you can't even throw up. So you learn to not, you know, I mean, I do cry, you know, but I know how to turn on. I know how to turn off. And a lot of us survivors on my show are the same way. And people are like, oh, come on, you can't be real because you don't have emotion. I'm like, that should show to you how deep the trauma was that we can just, I can tell you really horrific things and have no emotion whatsoever. Now, when I start talking to you about the kids that are going through what they're going through and talking to the moms and trying to help the moms as their kids are being taken away from them, knowing what their kids are going through, that's where I fall apart because that is my frustration that it is still going on and people want to play the, oh, that's too hard for me to believe. I don't want to hear your, you know, I don't want to hear about this because that just makes my life more difficult to handle that. Where we've got kids in this that we can't afford to do that. We have to get them out. And if we don't handle it, then we can't fight it and we can't get them out. We've got all these kids going through it right now because society won't look at it. And that's wow. exactly what all these high level elites or whatever you want to call them, that's their whole agenda. That's the Franklin cover up. You look at that, like you, you take your emotions aside and you look at the cover up for what it was and you're like, oh my goodness, that's amazing what they did. I mean, the bodies, well, they killed 10 people, I think 10, the bodies piled up. They didn't get in trouble for any of them. I mean, one guy they killed in a hospital was poisoned. No autopsy ever. Like, how do you pull that off? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, you just look at that. You're like, oh my goodness. So then people start going, well, how can we ever go against that? And that's where it starts getting exciting. So you go to Joshua 10. And that's when they were taking the promised land. And they came up against the five kings of the Ammonites. Now, the Ammonites were extremely wicked people. So in my mind, that means they killed a whole bunch of whole bunch of kids in rituals just like mine so they could get as much demonic power as they could get going against Israel. God was so angry at them that more of the Ammonites died by hailstones than by Joshua's army. Mm -hmm. Like, that's pretty cool. Then you go into second Kings and you have King Manasseh, who was King Hezekiah's son. And he was more evil than the Ammonites. He brought back the groves. He built back the, the, isn't it, wasn't Hezekiah the one that was going to die and he asked for 15 more years or something like yeah. that. And he had that kid yeah. and that, that the reason why he was supposed to die is because that kid was going to be born he was, and God knew he was going to be evil and he still let him live. And like you said, you brought about the groves. This is a good point. Before they least before you go on the groves. Now, if you understand uh, Christmas, you look at these places, you go buy a Christmas tree. That is a 150%. That is a grove. 
You go to it, you pick it out, you take it home, you dress it up, and that is that is the same thing they were doing back at where she is. She is speaking of the groves are evergreen trees. Some of them were a lot of them were palm trees because back then that's what Egyptian stuff they they were into. But this is uh this is the opposite of what God 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 is doing. He even says, "Do not do what the heathens do. Do not practice it because once you let a little bit of it in." It just floods your life, and then you're you're just so consumed by it. It doesn't even matter what what you're so far away from God. Now you're just like, hey man, I might as well just dip in, as in Rome, just do what the Romans do, and that's and that's not right. It's not right. Sorry, and, Lisa. Go ahead. And that probably, and and that probably happened with your your parents. They probably dipped into like secret societies, like you said, the Lions, uh, uh, the Lions Club, right? So that's just like a little minor uh, sect of the Freemasonry probably met more people got deeper into these secret societies so they probably at first they're they probably just compromising a little bit and then they started getting deeper and deeper and wanting more and more power and uh that's probably i'm not i don't know what happened i'm just they tell uh, you sorry but this is the speculating way. yeah this is the way it is this is yeah. the real reality of life this is what real people do and they're like well like you said you know what if you can't beat them you might as well join them and then yeah. they, boom now you're sucked in and now you're doing their work and and, and you're just yeah. How like exhausting, can, like I used to be a drug addict. I still am an addict, Can't fight it every day. But you know how exhausting it is to play a part, play another part in life? Like you're doing this all the time, you're going to work, you're, you're, you're trying to look like you're trying to hang on to life, but behind the closed doors, you're something different. You know how exhausting that is? To go out there and be like, hey, yeah, I'm this person, but at but home, you're something way different. And to, to, like you said, you split personalities. That is exhausting for you. Just that alone, not the not the torture to you. That just that alone is exhausting to you. And I can't believe that you would force this on a small child. As yeah. as a as a grown ass man or a grown woman, you're gonna go ahead and force this onto a child. That takes a lot of balls. Evil. A lot of evil. evil. Yeah. A lot of evil. So, all right, go keep going, Lisa. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, no, this is great stuff. I'll, I'll stay here all night. I don't care. I'll, I'll do all day. <laughs> so we're back to King Manasseh. Yes. So he, he ended up being more wicked than the Ammonites. He brought back all the idol worship. And we're not just saying they bow down to these wooden idols. We're saying SRA. It was wicked. It was wicked. It's sexual it's torture, it's children, it's pulling in demons. It's yeah. wicked. What he did was worse than the people that God took out of the land of Canaan. And he took them out because of how evil they were. So Manasseh was worse than they were. And so because of that, God said, I'm going to judge Israel because of Manasseh. Then you go to Jeremiah 19. And God sends Jeremiah into the valley of the son of Hinnom. And that's a place right outside the walls of Jerusalem where the kings would go to sacrifice children to Tophet. And there he's put Josh or he put Jeremiah's feet and he said, I am changing the name of this place to the Valley of Slaughter because of how much blood of the innocents have been shed here. And he said, because of the sins of Manasseh and because you do not turn 
I am sending you out of this land. And then you have Babylon coming in and taking them. And then you get Daniel and you get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It was all because of SRA. Yeah. And then you get to the cross. So in SRA, they use children because children are innocent, but children are born with sin nature. Jesus was the only one perfectly innocent. Jesus chose to step into the devil's lair and lay down his life in a ritual, right? He laid down his life on the cross. Talk about grove, right? It was on a tree. Cursed is the tree, right? He, he went into that ritual. He laid down his life, which broke the curses of the ritual. And that's where I get healed, right? Right there because of the cross, yeah. the resurrection power of the cross that broke all the curses that were spoken over me. So that's important. All the Old Testament, they're battling, they're battling the devil and, and God, the devil and God, and we get to the cross. And people think, oh, well, then rituals died out. No, they're still going. They're still going. They're still going. And now we're at the end. And God's been very methodically exposing all the evil that's been going on through all the generations. And you guys are part of that, right? Conspiracy theorists, you're out there going, hey, everybody, look at this. Yeah. Hey, everybody, look at that. Look at this. This is important. And even Epstein, how many years did we have survivors saying, look what he did to me. Look what he did to me. And everyone's like, shut up. We don't want to hear it. Shut up. We don't want to hear it. Everybody was silencing him. But eventually, God's hailstone got him, right? Because yes. when God sends hailstones... It doesn't matter how elite you are. It doesn't matter how good your cover up is. You're going down and we've got everything exposed now. And SRA is the last one and the hailstones coming. Yes. That's where we are right now. God's exposing and the enemy is getting so in your face. He's getting so cocky that he's telling us what he's doing. And that's where you get this Balenciaga junk. Or Gucci just came out with their Harry Styles with him walking around with the little kid toddler mattress. Yeah. You know, somebody on Twitter said, what the Balenciaga are you doing? I thought that was hysterical, but they're right in your face. They're like, we can do rituals. We can do pedophilia and there's nothing you can do about it. I am telling you who I am. Well, and well Sodom and Gomorrah was the same way. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the act of all this stuff. It was the widespread condonement. So when yeah. you are celebrating this stuff with 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 these people, just because, oh, my friend does this. It's OK, because, hey, I, I, if I say anything to that person, I could, you know, I could be fired from my job. I could be, you know, I could be roasted. But that's yeah. your problem doesn't matter what that is that's not important important is is getting this getting getting the 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 go to the root problem and burying that not band-aid it band-aid it band-aid it hide it no 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 get to the root problem and put you know chin up chest out hey we're sick of this we're tired of it what are you doing what are you really doing you want to draw you want to draw the line in the sand right now that's fine but you're over there we're over here we're not hot you know, we're, we're hot, we're cold. We're not lukewarm. We're not sitting in the middle going, you know what? I'm going to be on the fence on this one. Just, just in case if God is real, I can jump to this side, but if God isn't real, I can just go right back to this side. No, that's not how it works, dude. 
You dry, so Sodom and Gomorrah, you got to understand, Sodom and Gomorrah was not about just homosexual activities. It was going after strange flesh. What it was, was transgenderism. Hold on, hold on, Jason. Everything, bro, is celebrated. Sodomy. What was think? happening? Hold on, listen. What was happening is what Lisa's talking about. They were actually invoking demons, having demons put into these people and having sex with them. So it was like strange flesh to the point where when the angels came, they wanted to have sex with those angels bad because they wanted to get that power. So I think it was more than just transgender or just gay, because if that was no, true, was, then San no, Francisco better be, ready, stuff, better be ready for the hailstorms, you know, because yeah, they were sacrificing. Uh, it was, too. Yeah, it was deep. It was deeper, I believe, than just like, hey, there's gay people here because that was well, happening. Well, in, what did God say? All around anyway. Tell Abraham, you go find me. He went... Abraham came back. God already knew, but he didn't change it. He says, look, go ahead. You can go ahead and ask me 40, 20, 10, 5. Find me one in that place and I'll spare it. There he wasn't said, yeah, 20, one 10. person that was good there except for Lot. Even Lot wasn't what was bad because he chose that side. Yeah, that's it's questionable even with Lot. I mean, yeah, I was, it's, what yeah. with his daughters, was yeah, worse. that's why yeah. she looked back because she wanted to go back to that. And God said, yep, sorry, Lot's wife. What are we leaving for? Nah, 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 nah. Well, yeah. it's always bothered me about Lot, too, where you've got Lot and Abraham, and they decided to split up. I don't hear anything about God telling them to split up in that. That was their nope. decision. And God had called them out of the culture, out of the civilization, and Lot chose to go back into it. And that's bothered me forever in the civilization is what chewed well, him up. Well, that's where you get all the Moabites. That's where you get... the. And but there's but there's reasons for that too because Ruth was a Moabitess and you get Bo, Boaz and Ruth you get these people that are in Jesus's lineage that are questionable people Rahab you have Ruth you have uh, Tem Temnar uh, uh, she 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 duped, duped uh, Judah into having a kid uh, uh, oh and uh, what is another there's another one in there. oh Bathsheba which is not she was not named in the in in the lineage. It says David's wife because all that all that stuff that was wrong was put on him. That was his that was his his problem. Right. He did yeah. that. So that's that that's four, and most of them are Gentile. So how crazy is that? And Mary, there, there's another one, another woman that's 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 in there. She was she's the most common person of them all, and, and and she was picked because of that reason. I think she was picked because when 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 Caesar sent out that uh that that decree to find out where that baby or what the census, Mary was the most commonly known common name in that and and back then and it would be very hard to find just one little single Mary in in, in the middle of 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 of, of, uh, of of I forgot where she's from from Galilee I think that's, I think that's where she's from, but that's crazy to conceal a child like that. God was like, how, everybody thinks this, you read the Bible. It's like, oh, this is just words, Bible babble. It's just, it's just crazy stuff. I can't understand it, but it's telling you what you're experiencing today. All your problems that you're going through today was exactly the same problems going on from Noah, from Adam all the way till now. And don't think for a second that you're not, that you're safe from this. Don't think for it at all that you're safe from this. And especially your children nowadays, because they don't give a crap about nobody anymore. You are an expendable asset, an expendable asset. Oh, I got that from, <laughs> from Predator. Sorry, man. <laughs> so I was to do a podcast earlier today. And he kept talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he's like, you're an expendable right. asset. Sorry. 
But it's like, yes, you are. We are. We're not, we're not, we're not, and, and we're not, no one thinks they're special anymore. Nobody even wants to know their purpose. They just want to get to the, through the rat race. They don't even want to, they just want to finish the race. But I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to be the one, you know, you know, to be a good leader, you must be led to be a good, to, to be a good, uh, uh, you know, to, 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 you must be led. And, and, and that's what I want to be led by, by the whole God and the most high Jesus, Jesus Christ. And, and the way you explain that, Lisa, how you, you, you just explain, I, I'm, I just like, I would love to talk about the Bible with you for hours because that was a cool insight. He, he did a ritual. He, he was, but he, he did do that. And that's what broke all, all, all of that. That's, that was a good point right there because you're right. He did. These are prophecies back in the day that were said, and he's the only one that fulfilled them. How could you not believe this stuff? This is, this, this is written. This is Holy Spirit inspired. And, and if you think that this, the Bible is telling you exactly what was going on, exactly what's going on today, and you just still wouldn't want to believe it. I'm sorry, but I'm well, trying to help you guys. When you've been through what I've been through, you have this desperation to live because living becomes impossible. And I very quickly realized that I had to have truth. And because we went to that Assemblies of God church from when I was seven to 14, my dad went to destroy it, which he did. I got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit while I was there. And the pastor that was there gave me the foundations of the word of God. He gave me a passionate love for it. And I dove into it with everything I had because I knew every answer was there. And I clung to it like it, I knew that that was what was going to get me through. And I had seriously 20 years of barely hanging on, you know, suicidal. I, I'm, there was days cr just crying on the couch, literally crawling into the kitchen to grab a piece of bread to give to my kids for lunch. You know, like if CPS had showed up in my door, I would have been in big trouble. Oh. I mean, just not functional, trying to get through, just trying to live, just trying to survive but I knew the word of God was true. So scriptures like he'll give me beauty for ashes, uh, strength for tears, joy for mourning, peace for despair, things like that. I would for years, just, I just kept quoting it because I knew it was true. I wasn't seeing it yet, but it's like, that's the way it is. Or I'll, he'll make a way in the, in the wilderness and in the water and the desert, you know, things like, because it, it was impossible mm -hmm. or I am at, the Red Sea. And there's nothing but a parting that's going to get me through this. And then I go to Romans 4, where we have Abraham, and he was waiting for Isaac, and he knew he was going to have this son of promise. So he was 100 years old, his wife's 90, where he says against hope, he believed in hope. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he knew that God was able to perform that which he had promised. And, and that was everything to me. I know that God is healing for me. It's taking a really long time to get there, but I know that God's going to get me there in, in that faith, not in me, because I had no faith in my ability to get there, but because of the character of God and because knowing that he is faithful and I can trust him, I dove into the Bible. It was alive for me. And this, the survivors that I talked to, have that desperation and when 
whoever the, your listeners are, I'm sure have that desperation in their life in a lot of different ways. You know, in your family, the abuse that's there, there's a desperation there. There is, who do I trust? You know, how do we handle this? How do we go forward? There's a desperation there. And in that desperation, the Bible has the answers. And once you start getting into that, God starts showing it to you and you start finding those scriptures. Um, there was one, uh, with long life, he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. I clung to that one because it wasn't with, I'm just going to barely make it through life and finally get to heaven. So he's going to satisfy me with years. That means I'm going to enjoy life at some point. It also means you're very important. Because you got you, that's the ultimate slap of the face of the devil. You went, you went through all that, and he was trying, and he just like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, this woman's life is gonna be just, I got it, and you see, like, no, 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 you found the truth, and that's, that's it, it, in, man. in the midst of sin, sinners don't seek God, God seeks the sinner, and God found you and pulled you out of that, and that's that's a, an amazing. This is this this is stuff that we want to. This is this is the actual the hundred percent message we want to spread. Even yeah. the most darkest and horrible times, man, God will pull you out of them and, and uh, show you, hey. You're using the word of God against the devil. That's what, and, that's he's, what uh, and he's like this. That's what Jesus did on the when he was up on the hill. You know, he used uh, the word of God against the devil. That's how. Yeah, but the devil used the word of God, but but he's he's twisted it. Yeah. You no, know? yeah. and but the, so. but you. That's why you have to know the word very well, because if you don't, someone could twist it a little bit and really lead you down a path of destruction. Lisa, Doctrines of demons. Yeah, Lisa, definitely. Much love um, for you, Lisa. So Much love for you. We're, we're getting to almost an hour and 30 minutes. So we're, we're going to... I felt like we have been here for like 20 minutes. <laughs> we have to have a part two, Lisa. We're going to have you back on for part two. But we uh, we usually do about an hour and 30 minutes for our show. So uh, can you do like any last words for our audience? And then we'll have a part two with you on like maybe in March or so. Yes, I just want to leave you not with discouragement because a lot of people get really down. They get really scared. Oh my goodness, this is everywhere. What are we going to do? And I don't want to leave you with that. I want to leave you with God is bigger. This has been going on. God's been fighting this battle since the beginning of time. And in this battle, he will be victorious. We're going to see it. And I think we're going to see it in our generation in some pretty exciting ways. I think the next several months are going to be pretty fascinating to watch. His hailstones are coming down right now. I think Roe v. Wade going out was a hailstone because. Look at the fire started. People's everybody, liberals, the, every, the they can't stand it. They can't. We can't make our own choice. It's yeah, and choice. nobody can understand how it went out. So I think that was a hailstone from God taking that out. That was, it's ritual at, I mean, it's ritual. They're killing babies. They're killing innocents. Yeah. That is a ritual. God took it out. It's inexplicable how that happened. Life. We're more liberal than we've ever been. And that went yeah. out and it, it's just, it's so cool. It's like, and you, and you see the, the, the like you said, you can see how humans react to that. They're yeah. like, oh, you're going to divide this country even more. That's great. Good. Draw the line of sand. You could go on that side. We'll stay on this side. Yeah. You want to go to war? We're right here. Right. Wow. So pray into this. Don't be discouraged and put your nose in the Bible. See, it's there's some good stuff in there. For sure. I, I love that you said that. And um, if you guys want to look into anything else, uh, you can look into the finders. Okay. There's uh uh I talked about Johnny Gosh. Um uh look at the Leonard John Gosh, uh the Washington um uh, 
what is it called? I can't remember the Washington scandal. There's a whole bunch of different stuff you can look into if you want to look at deeper into this. Uh, obviously, it's Jeffrey, not just, just Jeffrey, like said, not, not little Jeffrey towns. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, if you look into secret societies, you're gonna find all this stuff. So it gets it gets big. But um, uh, what we'll do is we'll end this in prayer. Uh, Jason, did you want to have any last words for the audience before we get off? It's real. It's yeah. it's all this is this stuff is real and it's not it's not. It's not for the faint heart. It's not. It's not for the. You know. I know how desensitized people get from television, and that's another thing. You're watching it. You're condoning it. You don't. It's. It's all. This woman is telling you something for you to get off your butts. And 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 if you're having a, if you're if anybody's listening and having this issue happening to them, I don't know if they they can contact you. Lisa, I know you're gonna, you're gonna put off your information stuff like that, but feel. I don't know if, say feel free. Maybe she could she can help you. You know, I don't, I, I can't because I've never been through that. I'm just trying to spread the gospel, spread the, spread the message. But this is something that she's experienced. And if you need help, maybe that's why she was on our show today. Maybe that's why we had this, this, this discussion though, that it was only an hour and a half long. It felt like 10 minutes. It felt like she, 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 she did it very elegantly. And she, she came here and she, you know, art, articulate and, and busted it out and, you gotta be, you gotta give her, you know, everybody that's going to comment everything you should out there saying your prayers for this woman too, because she just, she just booted it out of the park right now. And she did it with, with scripture and she yeah. did it with love and, 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 and she's not here to tell you, you know, Hey, you know, it's not, it's not possible. You know, you can't get out of this. It's going to, it's going to, you know, trap you forever. It doesn't, she's not trapped no more. She's broken free. And, 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 God bless you, Lisa, for that, and 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 I hope, I hope I hope to God that He blesses you even more with 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 an avalanche of blessings and and your strength and and, and that's the inspiration to me. I'm gonna go out there today and 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 you know see what, how God throws me into the mix and and I and Lisa, it's a new year coming tomorrow, and 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 I'm sure there'll be some ritualistic stuff going on tonight, probably. Yep. You know what? We're gonna pray for them right now. Actually, yes, that's sir. what we're gonna do. So. Um, before we get off, okay, check out her YouTube channel. It's Only God Rescued Me. Uh, and then also, if you want to look her up on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, it's Only God Rescued Me, uh, my journey from satanic ritual abuse. So uh, please check it out. Subscribe. Also share this to, to people as well. So uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we appreciate you introducing us to Lisa. We want to pray that you, uh, you know, if you could bring more people to her channel so other people could be exposed to this. We want to pray for, uh, let you know, thank you so much for a great connection. Anybody that's going through this right now, Lord, if you could, please, we, 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 uh, take away the chains from these people that are doing this. I know they're trying to try to gain some, some demonic power. Uh, the only power that that's true and real is through you, Lord. So please God, if you could help these children, anybody that's going through pain, suffering, uh, you know, you, you say that if, if anybody, uh, hurts one of your little ones or make them stumble, you put a, it's better to have a millstone wrapped around their neck and dropped it to the ocean. So I know that you are, um, you're going to be getting these people at, at some point, but I just want to say, if you could please Lord lead all these people to you, even if they are deep into satanic ritual abuse and, and they are evil, I know you could use evil for good, Lord, in the end. So uh, I just want to say thank you, Lord, for everything you do for us. We appreciate you. Uh, heal all these people and put your healing hand on Lisa, her family. Uh, put your healing hand on anybody that's going through this or have gone through this in the past and uh, lead them to you, Lord. Okay, thank you so much. We appreciate everything you do. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right. Thank you so much, uh, Lisa, for coming on. We really appreciate you. And uh, like I said, we'll have a part two. Anybody that's listening, please subscribe, share, uh, send this to as many people as you can. We love you and God bless you.